All right. Good to see everybody Thursday night. Hope everybody is doing good. Lots of vac stuff tonight. I can flat out tell you, if you've taken that vaccine, you better pray over yourself. If you have not taken it, never, ever take the COVID-19 vaccine offered here in America. That's the Pfizer or the Moderna. Do not take either one of those mRNA vaccines. You will see why in just a minute. I'm going to show you lots and lots of information. The very first video I'm going to show you, this is Dr. Robert Malone. I want you to notice his title on the bottom. I'm reading it right now in my previewer here. MD, medical doctor, physician, scientist, inventor. Get this now. This is the inventor, the inventor of the mRNA vaccine technology. He's speaking on War Room Pandemic with Steve Bannon. Remember, this is the inventor. You have all of the quote-unquote experts. You've got the demon rat party that will lie, cheat, steal, propagandize, do anything they can to usher in their socialist agenda. Part of that is getting you to vaccinate so they can control you. But listen to what the inventor of the mRNA vaccine technology says. Play it for me. And, and then the bomb dropped last night. And I'm afraid that it's, it's precisely what I have been concerned about and what I had spoken about on two different podcasts yesterday, so it's pretty ironic. Um, the, it, what you heard Fauci say is the nasal titers are the same in vaccine recipients and unvaccinated. That's, a, uh, that's selective disclosure, apparently. Uh, nasal titers are a very poor indicator uh, as opposed to blood-based titers of infectious virus. What NBC News dropped yesterday was the statement uh, sourced from an unnamed government official that the titers in the vaccinated are actually higher than in the unvaccinated. What does this mean? And why, why do you suddenly see this kind of frantic scramble? This is precisely what one would see if antibody-dependent enhancement were, was happening. What is antibody-dependent enhancement? Briefly, it's that the vaccine causes uh, the virus to become more infectious than would happen in the absence of vaccination, would cause the virus to replicate at higher levels than in the absence of infection. This is, this is the vaccinologist's worst nightmare. Uh, it happened with the respiratory syncytial virus and in the 60s and caused more child deaths in vaccine recipients than unvaccinated. It happened with Dengvaxia, the dengue vaccine. And it's happened with virtually every other coronavirus vaccine development program, certainly in humans, uh, known in history. And it's what the vaccinologists like myself have been warning about since the outset is the risk of antibody-dependent enhancement. All right, I hope everybody heard what he said there. He's talking about nasal titers and blood-based titers. What they're talking about is how much virus they can, can they can detect in your blood and when they shove that uh, Q-tip up your nose. What, what he said was is that Fauci comes out and gives, quote, a selective disclosure. What a shock coming from Fauci, right? 
that he only puts out, he only propagandizes that which benefits him, correct? But he, by, because Fauci goes out and he touts, touts the nasal tighteners when they swab your nose. That's not nearly as effective as your blood-based titers. When what he's saying here is that in the blood-based titers, in other words, how much virus you have in you, blood-based titers, blood-based virus in your blood is much higher for the vaxxed than the unvaxxed. Whoops! There you go. Who's more infectious? Experts. I wonder why it is that you're seeing all the stats come in with the exception of the United States, strange as that may be, because they're not testing the unvaxxed. I mean, they're not testing the vaxxed. I'll get to that in a minute. But this is why you're seeing in Great Britain, 60% of COVID hospitalizations are from the, the vaxxed. Because their vaccination causes them to increase their viral load. This vaccination is a hoax. It is a joke, except it will harm or kill people. Because it already bare minimum has killed 12,000 in America. And according to the Thomas Rents lawsuit that is now filed in federal court with a whistleblower, with a sworn affidavit, there's another 45,000 in one reporting vein going into the various report. So that's, this, is, this is the truth now. This is from the, the man who actually invented, the doctor who invented mRNA vaccines has just said, that the vaccinated with the Pfizer, with the Moderna, which are the only ones available in the United States, are actually more infectious than those who are unvaccinated. Go ahead, Facebook. Go ahead and tell me how I'm wrong. Tell them that is the, that is the man who invented the mRNA technology. He's absolutely correct. All right, this is a Justin Hart tweet. Care to restate your bleep testimony, Dr. Fauci? Looks like symptomatic illness is spread in vaccinated folks is now par for the, co for the course. Fauci, vaccinated people become dead ends for the virus. Dead ends. This is, now, this is what he said now. Dr. Fauci has said, leave, leave, the, leave the screen up there because I want his nappy face next to mine. So you got Dr. Fauci. All right, now he says, that if you take the, vac take the vaccination, it's a dead end, right? The person who actually invented mRNA technology, who is the inventor of the, of the vaccines that Fauci is pushing, says that those who take the Pfizer or the Moderna, the mRNA vaccines, actually have a higher viral load and are more infectious than the unvaxxed. And then you've got clown Fauci. You got Fauci saying that the, vac the vaccinations are dead ends for the virus, and this is the science that people follow? This is the science that evangelicals are using to pump this poison into their veins? This, this, is, this is the science that, that uh, Sarah Huckabee came out and said proudly that she's vaxxed? And, her, and you know what, her? You, you, know, you always have to go first. You have to go this way. Go with judgment begins in the house of the Lord first, and then go conservatives. You have to attack conservative COVID cavers. It's all CC. It's all CCC, Christian COVID cavers, conservative COVID cavers, church COVID cavers. Doesn't matter what it is. It's always CCC. But here's the thing. Sarah Huckabee Sanders comes out and says, I took the vaccination because if it was safe enough for Donald Trump, it was safe enough for me. Really? That's how you feel, huh? This, this is part of the problem. 
I mean, is that you have many, many conservatives come out and say, we hate the lockdowns. You know, we hate that you're forcing masks on our kids. We hate vaccine passports. We hate that you're closing schools down and closing businesses down. But I take your vaccine. How does that make sense to anybody? I, I just wonder how that makes sense to anybody anywhere. All right, go to just Melissa. And then we get to the vaccine. Is that next? Good. Is it just Melissa or is it Dr. Uh, Dr. Jensen's next? Play it for me. I came out and I said a little more than a month ago, there's a problem here. We're seeing some myocarditis. We're seeing some stuff go on where our kids who have a 0% statistical chance of dying from COVID-19 are going to be harmed by an overly aggressive, unapproved, experimental vaccination program. Fact of the matter is when I said that, I did more than just said it. I submitted an affidavit to the frontline doctors requesting a temporary restraining order on the part of the Federal Health and Human Services Committee in terms of lowering the age for vaccines. I had people in my own party saying, gee whiz, I don't know if that's very smart of Dr. Jensen to do, but you know what? Sometimes you just got to stop being political and just do the right thing. Honestly, it gives me no pleasure to say this, but we do have kids suffering from myocarditis and we've had some deaths. And whatever we're seeing is the tip of the iceberg. And you know what else? It's not just myocarditis. It's pericarditis, the sac around the heart. This thing is blooming and exploding. We have thousands and thousands of deaths reported through the VAERS program that indicate that there is a strong temporal association between the vaccine and death, especially in kids. Folks, I hate to even say these words, but I was right. Myocarditis is an issue and we are intruding and hurting and devastating a lot of kids' lives, I would challenge just one time for, if you will, legacy media to put on their front page a kid, a 14-year-old, on a hospital bed with tubes coming out of every orifice. Show that, like you did the people with COVID-19. Show that 14-year-old who's dying of myocarditis that didn't need the vaccine, but literally got bullied into it. Folks, how about a little balance? It's never made sense from day one. None of this has ever made sense from day one. It's like Dr. Jensen is saying there. Why would you ever make a kid take a vaccine for a virus he has a 0% chance of dying of? So let's, let's rewind. Why would anybody take a vaccine for a virus with a 99.9% post-infection survival rate for anybody from zero to 50 years of age and from 50 to seven, 99.5% survivable post-infection? Why would anybody ever take a, a, a vaccine for a virus with a 99, a child, their post-infection survival rate for anybody under the age of 20? Under the age of 20, post-infection is 99.997%. And you have foolish, idiotic, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it, stupid parents who think they're virtuous by going and pumping an mRNA toxic vaccine into their own child's veins. They're offering up their children, including evangelicals, including conservatives, and especially liberals, offering up their children on the altar of Baal, 
saying, you know what, look at how virtuous we are. We offer this to the gods of the covetology. We offer this to the branch covidians. All right, just Melissa tweet. Here we go. First, first autopsy of COVID vaccinated patient. First autopsy of COVID vaccinated patient finds every organ of the body infested with spike proteins. Oh, you know, that's funny because that's the exact video that we played not two weeks ago on this podcast where we had the doctor come out and say that 62% of his vaccinated patients are having capillary blood clotting, where you used to be able to, this one of his patients used to be able to walk two miles to the doctor's office and now can only walk, walk a quarter of a mile. And he says that's in 62% of his patients because they're full of spike proteins. The inside of your cell wall is supposed to be smooth and circular. And now it's full of spikes and proteins, the spike proteins on the inside. And then that causes capillary blood clotting, which accumulates over time. What, where are we going to be, I wonder, in three years? Where are we going to be 365 days from now? Where are we going to be at Christmas with deaths from this vaccine? We know that over the last two weeks, we'll see about this week. Over the last two weeks, COVID vaccination deaths have outpaced COVID deaths in the United States. That's absolute facts. That's on the VAERS report. It's absolute. Pull it up. I had a friend of mine send me a private message saying that his uh, fellow employees were questioning him and didn't believe it. Pull it up. It's right on the VAERS report. It's right there on the VAERS report. It's very easy. Have them go to VAERS. It's absolutely true. All right, changing directions for just a moment. Now, like I've said, you know, with COVID-19, it's been a fake from day one. All they do is take something insidious, insidious sounding, like virus, like people die. People die all the time. We have millions of people die every year. Around 3 million people die per year in the United States, no matter what. And what they do is they take a, a word like that and they use it. And they propagate it and they gaslight it to usher in their agenda. Well, they've done that with another word, and that word is called insurrection. So we have this quote-unquote bullcrap insurrection that allegedly occurred on January 6th of 2021, right? An insurrection with unarmed people, completely unarmed. Not one firearm was found on one trespasser, protester, or vandal, whatever it is that you want to call it. I don't call it an insurrection. I don't call it a riot. I call it a grand trespass. And there are people that needed, need to be criminally charged. I don't know if they're Trump supporters or not. We do know that there was 20 unindicted co-conspirators, many of them in leadership positions that are and were FBI informants that, orchest that helped to orchestrate this grand trespass. But you have Nancy Pelosi is now having her insurrection, her 1-6 commission, of which she did not allow any of the Republicans appointed by Kevin McCarthy to be on that. So she took to, on her commission, but she took on Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. <laughs> That's who she chose, right? Who are, they're not even rhinos. You cannot put the name Republican in front of them. They're not Republicans in name only. They are simply Democratic Party prostitutes. That's all that they are. You have to figure out what's the, what's the acronym for that. Democratic Party T T DPPs. That's what they're not rhinos. They're DPPs. Democratic Party prostitutes. That's all they are. Put an S on the end of, end of it. Democratic Party shills. That's who Adam Kinzinger is. And Liz Cheney, give me a break. They're both going to be primaried and demolished. So anyway, getting on, I want to talk about this commission for a minute. For a minute. Here's their star witness. You can put up Harry Dunn's picture. That's Harry Dunn. 
this wonderful uh, Capitol Police officer, these heroic Capitol policemen, right? They're not. It's a garbage department. And just so everybody knows, everybody's seeking blame, right? Who's, and of course, they're blaming Trump and they're blaming uh, Republicans on the Hill. But I want to ask, who was in charge of when, when Trump called up Nancy Pelosi and said, you know what, we have 10,000 National Guard troops available for you? What did she say? She said, nah, no thank you. And then Trump called up Muriel Bowser, who is the mayor of Washington, D.C., and he said, we have 10,000 National Guard troops for you. You want them? No, thank you. And then he, and then you had the sergeant at arms on Capitol Hill, who also turned it down, and the Capitol Hill police chief, who did not use them. I don't know if he turned them down or not. The sergeant at arms has been fired. The Capitol Hill police, uh, 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 police chief has been fired. But Nancy Pelosi... And Muriel Bowser is still there, and clown shows like this Harry Dunn, who is who is you could not describe anybody more more of a partisan hack than Harry Dunn. Understand his social media uh, uh, bears this out. Go to the next one for me. Here it is. Now here's what he wrote: Harry Dunn responding to Carl to Tucker Carlson. Why is murder appropriate response to property damage? But property damage. Listen, this is a police officer talk, talk, police officer talking. But property damage isn't an appropriate response to murder. So you're saying, this police officer is saying, property going damaging property, because what's he talking about right there? He's talking about Kenosha, Wisconsin, where you had entire city blocks burnt to the ground, family businesses burnt to the ground with no insurance, will never come back again. And you have wonderful, wonderful Capitol Hill police officer, Harry Dunn. He says, you know what? Property damage is absolutely fine in response to, by the way, to a murder that never occurred in Kenosha. All the police officers were completely exonerated. That was the shooting where you had the police officer shooting the guy in the back who was reaching for the knife. That's where Kyle, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse and all that's involved in that, right? Not in the shooting, but in the after, afterwards part of it. So you had that, and it, never, it was never a murder to begin with. And you have an actual police officer on duty, Somebody who's still on duty saying property damage is absolutely fine in response to what you think is a murder, which it wasn't a murder. All right, what's the next one, guys? Because I can't remember what we had. Yeah, put the, yeah, there you go. Here's Harry Dunn again. Insurrection stopper. Like what John Cordillo puts at the top. This John Cordillo tweet. Someone wants their 15 minutes of fame. Here's Nancy Pelosi's star witness, and he puts himself out there as insurrection stopper. Well, if he's an insurrection stopper, then why are we having a hearing on insurrection? If you stop the insurrection, then why are we having a hearing on it? You'll, you'll see Adam Kinzinger in just a minute bawling and saying, you guys stood your ground. Well, if they stood their ground and they actually stopped the insurrection, then why are we having an insurrection commission? All right, go to the next one. Here he is. Here's Officer Harry Dunn, star witness for the Nancy Pelosi 1-6 commission, right? Here she is. Here he is posing with her. Posing with her. That's who, that, that's who their star witnesses of the day. Now we have others. We'll roll through some quick video clips. Here, let's start, let's start off with this one. Here's, here's another cop that was involved. Now I want you to see the drama. I'm wondering if they all went to the Make Sure You Cry orientation class done by the Democratic Party just prior to this commission. I'm, I'm wondering if they all went, if there was an orientation that says, you know what, make sure you go out and you're fal falsely cry, fa feign, feign rage, make sure that everybody thinks you're real emotional about what really never happened. What happened exactly? No officers were killed. Signick was not killed by a protester. Signick died of, of natural causes. The only person killed, shot to death through the neck with, was Ashley Babbitt. That's it. 
And then we're having an inst- and, and, and all these clowns too, they always, they always compare it to what? They always compare it to 9-11, where 3,000 Americans died. One person died, and it was actually the, one of the protesters. And now AOC's come out. As there was a secretly leaked video to Project Veritas. AOC says that during this time, she was afraid she was going to be raped. And nobody came within 100 yards of that girl. Nobody came within hundreds of yards of that girl. See, it's all just fake, just like COVID-19. The virus is real. The response is hyperbolic, tyrannical, fake. That's what it is. And it's the same thing with this commission. So here's the first, here's the first key, one of the first key witnesses. Play it for me. The indifference shown to my colleagues is disgraceful. <laughs> Does that look real to you? Does that look real to anybody? I mean, is that, does that genuinely look real to anybody? I mean, this is such a clown show. I can't believe that anybody, but you know what? I, somewhere in the neighborhood of 40% of the country is all in. I can't believe that anybody would be so stupid to honestly believe a thing coming out of a commission run by Nancy Pelosi and this clown. Play it for me. God help us. <laughs> From what? From what? A grand trespass? Adam Shift, you weren't hurt. Nobody, nobody on your side was hurt severely. Nobody, only death was on the other side, you idiot. What, what exactly? I wish, I wish I would have told Aaron prior to the show to have our Joe Biden lip smacking video ready for that. Is Adam, how many times can the minute and lip smack, which by the way is one of my biggest pet peeves, which I'll pontificate on for just a minute. If you lip smack, you sound just like a pig. When you eat, do you sound like that? Knock it off. I used to own a pig and that's exactly what she sounded like when she ate. All right, this is a Tom, another Tom Elliott video. Now, here's Adam Kinzinger. Now, I guess he went to, I want to say it again, the Orient, the Democratic Party, make sure you cry orientation just prior to the commission meeting. Play it for me. You guys won. You guys held. You know, democracies are not defined by our bad days. We're defined by how we come back from bad days. I go right to the next video for me. You know, you talk about the impact of that day. (laughs) But you guys won. You guys held. You know, democracies are not defined by our bad days. There you go. <laughs> so he said, you guys won, you held. Then why are we having a meeting? Why is there a 1-6 commission if the Capitol Police won and they held? I know what we don't have is the 14,000 hours of video, both body cam video, mounted camera video, video from everywhere. 14,000 hours has been refused to be turned over. Why would that be? You know, you ask that about the elections. Why would Dominion not turn over their passwords? Why do you have endless Democratic or Rhino-controlled election commissions throughout the country refusing to turn over data? Why would that be? If it was you or it was me, and we wanted to prove our case, and we were totally honest, and we had the data, we'd give it to them. 
So why aren't they showing the 14,000 hours? That's not, I'm not making that up. It's 14,000 hours of video footage that has been refused to be released by the DOJ, the Capitol Police, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. Why has it not been released? Because it will show Capitol Police officers cooperating with the quote unquote rioters opening up gates and doors. And then they're all crying. What are you crying? I was a cop for 25 years, 1992. The 2017 straight, 25 years I was a cop. So I understand what it's like to be in situations like that. I understand. First of all, I wouldn't be crying about it. But second of all, I would have nothing to hide because I wouldn't have been opening up doors. And if I did open up doors, well, there it is. So what are you crying about, Kinsinger? And, And show us the evidence. Why do Democrats never just release all the evidence? That's what they wanted with Russian collusion. Just release all the evidence, which Trump did, and they found nothing. All right, Jack Posobiec tweet. Here's rioters. Now, nobody gave two craps about this. Not Nobody cared at all. And it, Tell me that this is any better or any worse than the Capitol, quote, unquote, riot. Rioters tearing down White House barricades and attacking Secret Service in June of 2020. Play it for me. <laughs> All right, you can bring it back to me. So where's the June of 2020 commission? Where's the June of the Nancy Pelosi who's in charge of the House then too? Where's the June of 2020 commission? Tearing down White House barricades? That's as much an insurrection as what happened on the Capitol. They're tearing down barricades, attacking Secret Service agents? Insurrection. Why wasn't there 30,000 troops brought to the Capitol? Why wasn't there razor wire fences put all around all the Capitol buildings? Why? All right, Matt Walsh tweet. Remember when this police officer was hit in the head with a brick by a BLM rider? Play it for me. Right there. All right, back to me. Where was the concern? Where was the BLM commission, Nancy Pelosi? Where was it? Adam Kinzinger, Republican, calling himself a conservative. Where was that? Liz Cheney, where was the BLM commission? Because you don't care because it's not politically expedient for you. It can't be used as a political weapon. It would only be used as political, uh, as something that would expose you politically as the hypocrite you are. And, and the underbelly of the Democratic Party, which is BLM and Antifa. And, by the way, the Minnesota Freedom Fund, which, which Kamala Harris still, it's still up, I believe, her tweet asking for donations to bail people out like that in the video. Where's the, where's the commission on these things? I'm just wondering. Here's another one, Media, Media Research Center, another sterling officer here with the Capitol Police. Who, where do they, they is, did they hire from Paul Blart mall security? I mean, what kind of cops are these? You want to listen, how many, how many cops are in the, the Capitol police? And remember they have a four square mile area, four square miles is their patrol area, four square miles. They have over 2000 officers. They couldn't stop this. And then they were offered, which they turned down 10,000 national security. I mean, uh, uh, National Guardsmen and turned them down. 
They were offered them by Trump, turned them down. So did Pelosi. So did Bowser. Turned them down. Sergeant at arms for the Senate. Sergeant at arms for Congress. Turned them down. Capitol Police chief fired. Sergeant at arms fired or stepped down. I don't know which or both. So you have officer, we should all go to Trump's house and do the same thing to him. What did Trump do? Name it. That's the thing. I love how they spout these accusations like they say science, science, the science of following, following, uh, of wearing a mask, right? Science of, fo- of wearing a mask. Show me the science. What they'll say is, well, that's what the CDC, CDC says to do, right? Well, then show me the CDC science then. They never, ever answer the question. So what did Trump do? To warrant an officer saying, we should all go to Trump's house and do the same thing then. Well, show me. Show me the video. They never have produced it once. All he said was, we want to patriotically and peacefully protest. That's all that he said. So show me why you should be going to his house to vandalize it. To what? There's $1 million worth of damage done to the Capitol. $1 million of damage that was done. Antifa and Black Lives Matter over a four-month period of time did $2 billion worth of damage and 20 to 30 people dead. Not a thing, no commission, nothing whatsoever. All right, Todd Starnes tweet. Dems demanded that cops be outfitted with body cams. They said it was the only way to verify the facts. And yet when conservatives asked to see body cam footage from 1-6 to verify the facts, show us, you have a case, show us on the video. The Dems take umbrage and cry racism. Again, that's what they always do. It, don't, don't try to make sense out of it. How would it make sense to cry racism in the midst of asking for video footage? I don't know. That's just what they do. The Democrats follow the same thing. The next thing you hear, they'll cry racism. They'll talk about trying to save children, and they'll say that they're getting death threats. That's what they do every single time that they're challenged. Every single time they say the same thing. But why is it that they push body cams, body cams? That was starting to come out when I was a cop. Body cams, body cams, body cams. And now everything was filmed. 14,000 hours was filmed at the Capitol. And not only that, but that that video footage is not even allowed to be given to the defense attorneys of the people, the two to 400 that are being held in the D.C. Metro jail in solitary confinement under misdemeanor charges. That video footage is not being released Banana Republic style to their defense attorneys. Explain that to me. See, this will all come to fruition one way or another. This will all come out because the Democrats are not going to remain in power. They will lose the House, and I think they're going to lose the Senate, too, in 2022. And this will come out if, if Republicans have the testicular fortitude. You have to get rid of the Ben Sasses. You have to get rid of the Romneys. You have to get rid of the the Murkowskis and the Collinses. Get rid of these people. Primary, Murkowski's up. Uh, uh, to be primaried in Alaska, primary her and get her out. She's losing big time in the polls right now. But to release all the footage, I go to the next one, John Solomon tweet. National Police Association says Congress should investigate 2020 urban riots, not just the January 6th breach. So what has the FBI done? We really had nationwide insurrection. Trump, Trump actually was thinking about instituting the Insurrection Act, but didn't do it. He actually says that was the biggest mistake of his presidency. So we had nationwide insurrection. You had in Portland, namely Portland, maybe Seattle, I don't know for sure, but for sure Portland, you had Black Lives Matter and Antifa attacking a federal or federal buildings with people inside and setting them on fire. And nothing was done because the Democrats are in charge of the purse strings, which is Congress. So they did absolutely nothing. But the police association who would allegedly be on the same side 
as these Capitol Hill police officers want everything to be investigated. Sure, I'm fine with that. That's how you know that I'm sitting on the truth. I'm fine with it all coming out. Put it all out. All right, Disclosed TV tweet. Just in Facebook, Twitter, Microsoft, YouTube, and, and other big tech companies will now add content to a shared counterterrorism database. So they're, what that means is they're going to take people's posts on Twitter, Facebook, Microsoft, YouTube, which is, which, which, which is Google, and big tech companies and all the other ones. They will take content and they're going to put it on a shared counterterrorism database aiming uh, to crack down on material from white supremacists and far-right militias. Again, Christopher Wray and Joe Biden say the greatest threat to America is right-wing terrorism, white supremacist terrorism, and I want to say where? Where, where, where is it? I mean, even 1-6 had nothing to do with white supremacy. Absolutely nothing it had to do with votes. That was it. And listen, there was, there was intermingled in that. I know Black Lives Matter was intermingled. Uh, Antifa was intermingled. I get all that. But at, at, if you just look at it purely, where was there any sort of racist rhetoric whatsoever, except coming from Harry Dunn? He says that he was called the N-word multiple times. Shock from the man who calls himself the uh, uh, insurrection suppressor, taking pictures with Nancy Pelosi and saying that property damage is absolutely fine if you got a boo-boo on your feelings. Besides that... All right, let's go to the next thing. I'm going to switch over to Vax real quick, and I'm going to get to as much of this stuff as I can tonight. All right, Breitbart News tweet. Sounds a little ominous. Now we have, once again, Chris Cuomo, you know, COVID expert, right? COVID expert, the man who killed a minimum of 12,000 elderly people by putting COVID-infected patients into the nursing homes, of which, of course, the Biden DOJ is not investigating, but they are investigating white supremacist terrorism around the, around the United States, of which nobody can name one group that's participated in any terrorism whatsoever. And believe me, I have to put this out there because I'll be falsely accused, but I don't really care one way or the other. I don't care what color anybody is. Honestly, I could care less. Don't care at all. Not in the small. I, I think of things this way. I pastor this church right here in Inglewood, Florida called Foundation Church. All I really care about is are you saved or are you not? I don't care what you look like. But I'm not, you know, I'll be accused of it anyway because I'm gone. Listen, I'm gone. It's over for me. I'm, I'm, you know, everybody on the left, it's, it's, I don't, and I don't care. I can honestly care less what anybody on the left, I don't even care what anybody on the right thinks of me. I could care less. All that I'm going to do is put out the truth. So where is there any white supremacist terrorism? I, name it. We have Antifa every day, Black Lives Matter every day, committing terrorist acts. We know that. Every single day, completely ignored by the left. But they say the greatest existential threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. Where? Show me the videos. I want to know what's their names. I'll show them here. I'll run them down here. I'll make fun of them here too. Should be, show me the videos, but there isn't any. So what does that mean? It means somebody is gaslighting. Somebody is propagandizing for politically expedient reasons. So onto the vaccines for just a moment here. So here you got Chris Cuomo, notorious elderly killer, and the D.O. What did I say? Andrew. Andrew Cuomo. I call him Chris all the time. Andrew Cuomo's brother Chris on a CNN. Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York, notorious killer of the elderly, and the DOJ blows off that in complete investigation. Listen to this guy. He has his next plan. 
And I just want to say once again, congratulations to all the COVID caving Christians and all the COVID caving clergy, all the COVID caving pastors, all the COVID caving churches, all the COVID caving conservatives, and then down the line, COVID caving liberals, COVID caving progressives. Nice job. Now what we have here is we have the government going house to house. We have vaccine passports being handed out all around the globe, all around the European Union, in Israel, in Great Britain, coming up in Canada, in New York City, all over the place, all because people could not simply study for just a minute to see that there was never a reason to quarantine, never a reason to social distance, never a reason to mask. What's going on right now in Sweden? Sweden's fine. They basically have had two COVID deaths in the last two weeks. Only 39% of their population is vaccinated up to this point. And that means they're probably not going to get much higher. And they had two COVID, basically COVID's gone. And they didn't do one thing. They didn't, they didn't institute mask mandates. They didn't close down one business. They didn't close down one school. And look where they're at in comparison to everybody else. All right, so here, here's Andrew Cuomo, noted elderly killer. Play it for me. We have to get back to work. We have to get back to work. And we have to get back to work now. And we have to spread this message. We're going to spread the virus and we have to get in those communities and we have to knock on those doors and we have to convince people and put them in a car and drive them and get that vaccine in their arm. That is the mission. And while everyone else in the country is saying, oh, the sky is falling, the numbers are going up, New York is going to say, yeah. And that means we're going to get ourselves in gear and we're going to get the job done. And the people who are with us today will be on the front lines and the people who are in this room will be on the front lines and I will be there with you. We went from the highest infection rate to the lowest. Now let's show this nation how to stop the spread of COVID among an unvaccinated population. <laughs> uh, among the, oh, here we are again, the unvaccinated population. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated where I just showed you earlier from the inventor of mRNA technology that the vaccinated have a higher viral load than the unvaccinated. Whoops on Cuomo. Yes, we did some clever uh, editing with that video. Yes, that was not exactly how it was put out there. But they want to go door to door. Door to door? No, you really? Congratulations, all you COVID cavers. How's that feel? I used to actually make fun of this. And I used to go, are they going to come knocking at your door? I was wrong. They're coming knocking to your door now. Congratulations on that disclosed TV tweet. Justin Biden announces mandatory COVID-19 vaccination of all veteran, veterans affairs, medical employees beginning the first you becoming the first, sorry, becoming the first U.S. federal agency to do so. Oh, isn't that fantastic? Let's listen to Biden say it. Play it for me. Mr. President, 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 M
You are such a pain in the neck, but I'm going to answer your question because you've known each other for so long. It has nothing to do with Iraq. The answer, no, no. <laughs> I'll answer your question. Yes, Veteran Affairs is going to, in fact, require that all docs working in that, and facilities are going to have to be vaccinated. Thank you, guys. So there you go. You bring it back to me. So there you go. They're going to force a vaccination on you. That's two things, quite deadly, quite harmful, three things. And most doctors have absolutely no need of it whatsoever. It's not even nobody needs this vaccine. All right. Let me just make that clear. But just going by their own rhetoric, their own numbers coming out of the CDC, most doctors have basically a statistical 0% chance of dying of COVID post-infection, post-infection. I'm going to show you the numbers in a little bit. All right. Disclosed TV tweet. The 115,000 veteran veterans affairs healthcare workers have eight weeks to get inoculated against the coronavirus or face penalties, including possible removal. Great job, all you COVID cavers. Nice job that we are at this place now. This really make you feel comfortable? Where have you ever seen this before in your life? Where have you? Well, we've never seen a pandemic like this before in your life. Really? Where? Where exactly is it? I mean, where, where are all the bodies exactly? I would, I would love to know. Where are they? Why, why is there not a national shortage of coffins? Why is there not lines outside of nursing homes everywhere if there's hundreds of thousands of people allegedly dying of this? We do know that a minimum of 12,000 people have died of the COVID vaccine, which is the most in history. More people have died of this vaccine in seven months than all other vaccine, vaccines combined over the last 50 years. We do know that. That is for sure. We have those death numbers, and those are 100% accurate. But you're going to force every doctor to get this. For what? For what exactly? Right, let's go to the next one. Conservative review. Atlanta restaurant turns away unvaccinated customers. No vax, no service. Now, what we need to do with all companies like this is run them out of business. What do I mean by that? Protest them? Nah, just don't patronize them. Don't you, you right now you have vaccine mandates in the NFL. So if you actually patronize the NFL, if you buy the NFL ticket, or you support them in any way, shape, or form, you're part of the problem. You need to get over yourself. I can't make it without football. Yes, you can. I used to watch football every Sunday of my life for my whole life, basically, my entire life. And I walked away three years ago. I don't even miss it. I don't even know what's going on. I didn't even know the Tampa. I live right here, and I didn't even know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were in the Super Bowl until somebody told me. I'm glad to be without it. We need to let all the let them go out of business. I go to the next one, the Hill. French Parliament approves COVID nineteen passes for restaurants, domestic and for domestic travel. Oh, that sounds familiar, does it not? Doesn't that sound like Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18, that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name? Doesn't that sound, you can't buy, sell, or travel in France without your paperwork, without your COVID ID, without your COVID passport, and people are okay with this? Here's another. This is right here in America. I'll read you the intro to this video. Shake Shack founder Danny Meyer on requiring vaccinated customers and employees. Play it for me. Yeah, we're following the lead of, of both city, state, and federal government. And we're going to do this ourselves in our restaurants in New York City and in Washington, D.C., our full-service restaurants, to require that all staff members be vaccinated and also to require that guests who want to dine indoors in our restaurants, show proof that they've been vaccinated. 
We feel like we've got an amazing responsibility to keep our staff members and our guests safe, and that's what we're going to do. It's a huge step, Danny, because it's doing two things. It's not just requiring it of your employees, but it's requiring it of your customers. How are you thinking about the impact on the business itself as a result of this? I actually believe, Andrew, that this is going to make even more people want to dine with us. I think that uh, the vast majority. <laughs> he believes that this is going to cause more people to want to dine with him. We need to run the Shake Shack out of business simply by not patronizing it. Anybody who's requiring you to be vaccinated or to be masked, don't go in there, even if it's inconvenient. Radical times call for radical measures. I tell this to people every Sunday morning because they're driving, some of them, more than an hour to this church because this is the only church in the area that didn't cave to COVID and lock down their church, like that, lock down our facilities. We never close, never will, never mask, never social distance, nothing. So people are coming here for the message now, which is all Bible, 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 by the way, because that's my stand is the Bible. I don't cave I don't cave to a disease that Jesus took up and carried. He took up our diseases and car and carried our infirmities. Matthew chapter 8 verse 17. Whatever you bind on earth is whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Matthew 16:19. I stand in the word of God. People come here from long ways away. An hour, even an hour, 2 hours. These people have driven from up north to come to this church in Inglewood. Because we never stood. Radical times call for radical measures. They come because we never closed. We never bent our knee to this garbage. Never. And what you have to do in this situation, there has to be a parallel economy. Let the vex, if they want to be an all-vex business, let them have it. Let them have it. Let them go out of business. Let Hollywood go out of business. Let professional sports go out of business. The NBA can play in downtown Beijing. Let them. Run them out of here. Let them all go. Let the let listen. Let the military go. They want to. They want to cut all these soldiers. Let's have, let's just have no military then. Then they'll come our way. Then they'll decide. You know. You know what? This isn't working. The cruise lines don't want you unless you're vaccinated. Cancel your cruise. And then what will happen is another cruise line will open a parallel economy to offer people cruises who are not vaccinated. That's what has to happen. You hit them where it hurts. You don't keep capitulating and crying and complaining. Why am I banned off Facebook? Why am I banned off Twitter? Listen, I've been banned off of all of them. Been banned off YouTube, been banned off Facebook, been banned off Twitter at various times. My church is banned off for life off of YouTube. It is what it is. I don't care. I will go elsewhere. That's why we're on Rumble. That's why I have a Getter account. That's why we're on Gab TV. That's why I have my own website. Because they're not going to silence me. It may cut into my audience for a while, but that's fine. I'm going to fight the fight. I'm not going to just capitulate. Well, you know what? Yeah, they require that I wear a mask to go in there. So I'm just going to capitulate and acquiesce, strap my mask on. I don't want to rock the boat, and I'm going to go in. No, I'm not going in. I will not, I will not patronize that business. The only time I've worn a mask during this entire thing is when I had to visit people in the hospital. They made me wear a mask, and even then I walked in without it. I walked, I sat in the emergency room, every single person, there's a hundred people sitting there and it wasn't from COVID by the way, but there's a hundred people sitting in the emergency room, every single one of them fully capitulated, fully on their knees, fully bent over, wearing their mask before, during, and after their hospital visit. Me, I sat in there the whole time without a mask on. I walked all the way to the ICU room without a mask, all the way to the ICU, ICU waiting room without a mask on. And then they forced me to wear one because I was going in there to visit a patient. But you get a Shake Shack founder, Denny Meyer, this is what he wants, fine. 
fine. There's at least, at least 40 to 50% of this country is not vaxxed. Fine. We are no longer, you have to take the stand. We're no longer interested in the Shake Shack. It's gone. Out of my life. Period. Gone. All right, go to the next one. Bloomberg quick take. Here's Mayor Bill de Blasio, of course, announced that all city workers will be required to get a COVID vaccine. How's that sitting with you, COVID caving Christian? Remember, remember you back in the day, quarantine Christian? Remember? Here we are, quarantine day four, quarantine day 17. Yay, look at us saving lives. Now look at it. Now look at yourself. You got people being mandated. They're going to lose their jobs because they're not vaccinated. And this all needs to get, listen, Liberty Council, attorneys that will work pro bono, that care about patriotism. If you can pay attorneys, or pay, pay attorneys, whatever it takes, all of this needs to be in federal lawsuits because they do not have the right to make you plunge a toxic substance into your bloodstream. They do not have the constitutional right to do it. You've got to stand now. Do not take this vaccine. I am telling you, there's going to be more thousands upon tens of thousands of people sick to dead because of it. Don't do it to keep your employment. Don't do it. Don't do it to stay in the military. Make them pay. Make them pay and make them pay again. Just don't give them your money. Don't give them your time. Don't give them your labor. Let, let the military drop down by 30 or 40% of, of soldiers, of Marines, of sailors, of guardsmen. Let it go down. Let them suffer. And then they'll come begging for us. They'll come begging for us. Oh, we'll just have our own parallel society. We'll do our own. We'll be on Getter. We'll be on Rumble. We'll be on Gab. We'll do our own thing. They can, they can come on if they want because we're not scared of opposing opinions. They can come on if they want, but we'll just have our own society. We're not isolated. It's not based on race. It's not based on even politics. It's just based on freedom. All right, let's go. Then. Oh, you got the, oh, play de Blasio for me. But we all know the Delta variant has thrown us a curveball. Oh, yeah. And we are really, really I'm focused horrified. on fighting the Delta variant. So last week, I announced for our frontline healthcare workers in the public sector, health and hospitals, DOH, the COVID safety requirement. Simply show proof of vaccination or get tested every single week. And I said last week this was only a beginning and we would be climbing up the ladder. More mandates to come. Well, today is that day. On September 13th, the entire city workforce will be mandated under the COVID safety mandate to either get vaccinated, which is far preferable, or get tested once a week. Let's be clear why this is so important. This is about our recovery. This is about what we need to do to bring back New York City. This is me. So there you go. You're going to be mandated as a city worker in New York. And, and get, once again, I'm going to say this a bunch of times. You get tired of it, you get tired of it. Congratulations to everybody who's caved to COVID. I don't care whether you closed your church for a week, a month, a year, or it's still closed. Congratulations that now people are being mandated to take a vaccine for a virus with a 99.9% post-infection survival rate. It doesn't make any sense. Why did you ever quarantine for that? Why did you ever social distance for that? Why did you ever close your church for that? Why did you ever close your business for that? It made absolutely no sense. Republican conservative politicians... Why did you acquiesce? Why is Ted Cruz walking around right now? You see, what they do is this. This is a very simple example. And I got this from Anomaly on Facebook. 
He said, and he may have gotten it from somebody else, but I got it from Anomaly. He said that what happens is, is that Democrats move the line and then Republicans hold the line. Let me give you an example. And this is right from Ted Cruz, whom I love. I love Ted Cruz. I'm just telling he's flat out wrong in this area. Just like Donald Trump is wrong about his response to COVID and vaccines. But here's what they do. Democrats move the line. Let me give you an example of, of flying on an airplane. You used to be able to fly on an airplane, right? Remember? Remember? You know, 18 months ago, you could fly free, freely on an airplane. No masks, no vaccinations, nothing, right? So what happens is, is they say, okay, you know what? We're going to open up the airlines now, and you can fly with a mask. All right, so they have that. So the Democrats have moved the line, right? And they've said, you know what? You cannot fly. FDA, I mean, not FAA regulations. You cannot fly without a mask, right? That's all from the Democrats. So they've moved the line. So Republicans come in. So they, let's just say they moved it to here, right? Your freedoms, your freedoms over here. They moved it this way. So here you go. So they move the line. And then the Republicans come in and they say, you know what? You don't have to, you, you don't, you can still fly. You can fly without a mask if you're vaccinated. See that now? So they've moved the line. So the Democrats move the line. Now the Republicans take it back maybe a foot or two back towards freedom. And then they think that they're conservative where the Democrats have already, if you look at, look at it as a football analogy, the Democrats moved it all the way to the 10 yard line, to your own 10 yard line. The Republicans back it up to the 25 and say they're conservative. See what I mean now? No, look at, look at us, look at us, look at us love. Look at us be conservative here. Look at you go. Like, like uh, the Joker says, the Batman, Look at you go. You come in and you say, look at look what we've done for you. It was where you completely shut down. You had to wear a mask to fly. But now you only have to be vaccinated. And then you don't have to wear a mask when you fly. But you're still completely, you've lost so much freedom. And the Republicans think they're on the sides of freedom. No, what it should be is you should open it up, period. You see, a lot of that probably doesn't even sit well with you to just open it up. You should. We should have opened it up a long time ago. It should have been opened up in, in April of 2020. And then we'd be sitting right now like Sweden with no cases, no death. They have cases, but no deaths and hardly any hospitalizations because it's already run through the entire population. And I'll show you stats in a minute where natural herd immunity trounces the Fauci ouchie. All right, this is Young Americans uh, for Liberty video. They keep moving you inch by inch toward the ultimate goal. There it is. Are you paying attention yet? CDC Director Walensky says this about European-style health passes. Play it for me. And just last question, because I know they're doing it in Europe, but you're not CDC Director of Europe, which I'm sure you're plenty happy about. But they, they're issuing health, <laughs> health passes there, right, where, you know, you can go to a disco or a discotheque, as they like to call it there, if you have a health pass. Is that something that the CDC would ever lean into or perhaps advise here? You know, I think some communities are doing that and, and that may very well be, be a path forward. I do want to sort of All right, comment. Back to me. I just wanted you to hear her say it. Maybe a path forward. Well, health safety seals, COVID passes, vaccine passports, maybe a, pa a pathway forward. The CDC director says, congratulations, COVID caving, quarantine mask wearing mom. Great job out there. Look where we are now. Do you, I mean, hey, Christian, how do you feel about that? <clears throat> how is it that you feel? Does it bring any semblance of the Bible into your mind at all? about people having to present identification to buy, sell, or trade? You know, the, 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 I, I was talking about Revelation 13, 16 through 18. What does 18 say? Here is wisdom. 
Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. And that number is 666. It's got nothing to do with the number 666. It has to do with everyone's always locked in on 666. It's the number of a man. It's man's technologies. It's man's ideologies. It's man's theologies coming to your doorstep saying, you may not buy, sell, or trade until you present your papers. Eventually, yes, it will be marked on your forehead or on your right hand, of which they're also working on bio and tech, quantum dot tattooing technology happening by the Pentagon, happening by Bill Gates. Don't think that I'm, oh, Tom, just Pentagon, no way. First of all, the Pentagon sent millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. You probably didn't know that, but they did. So did Mark Zuckerberg. So did Bill Gates. So did Anthony Fauci. And lo and behold, we got this virus that comes out, right? And now you do have, this is from Check the News, John Solomon, Check the News, formerly of the Hill, check it. The Pentagon has, has, is working on implantable technology to detect COVID-19. Facts, that's the truth. That's the absolute truth. And now you've got director of the CD saying, yeah, you know, we're definitely looking at, well, you know, we're looking at uh, vaccine passports here in America. Great job, COVID cavers. And so what's amazing to me is that the evangelical church doesn't see it. I said this on Sunday here at my church. Well, what's everybody else preaching about outside of the Rodney Howard Browns of the world, the Jonathan Shuttlesworths, the Arthur Pulaski's, the Mies? I'm not at their level. I'm just saying as far as how many people watch me or anything, but I'm just saying those of us that are putting out this, who else is preaching about it? Not a soul. Where's the big names that are out there? Where, where's Franklin Graham? Why is Franklin Graham not released anything? You know, Stephen Furtick. I, I can't think of any other names because I don't even watch any of them anymore. You guys got any names out there? Yeah, Brian Houston. Throw them out if you got any more you can think of. Joel Osteen. What do you have? Name them. What, why, why are they not talking about vaccine passports? Charles Stanley? Andy Stanley? What, where are you at? You're not talking about this in light of Revelation 13, 16 through 18? That he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a, a mark on the right hand or on the forehead. You don't even mention it when you have it unfolding right before your eyes. Not a word said from your pulpits. How blind can you be to scripture and still call yourself a gospel minister? All right, VBS a video here happening, large anti-jab passport. This is the thing, I put these out because I want you to know. Here's the thing I want to put, I know I've said this two, three podcasts in a row. The minority is trying to tell the majority that they're the minority and they use fear to do it. We are the majority. Look at this crowd. Look at the crowds that went for Trump in comparison to Biden. And then Biden tries to tell you that he's the majority. Look at these people. You can leave the volume up, it's great. I was talking, look at this. We're really the minority? Why aren't they producing pro-vaccine passport crowds like this? You know why? Because there isn't any. <clears throat> you're either anti-vaccine passport, you're for it, or you're a coward. You're not participating, you're a coward. I can flat out tell you where I would be. Where did I say this is in uh, protest at Piazza del Popolo in Rome? I would be at Piazza del Popolo right now. That's where I would be if I lived in, in Italy. If this was going on in Florida, this is where I would be. Would you? Or is it just too inconvenient? The thing that torques me off the most is, is the absolute ignorance, willful ignorance of the word of God in evangelical churches in America. My people are destroyed. Not, not, not laid low. Not, not made to be depressed, not defeated. 
My people are destroyed, not offended, destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou, listen to this, listen to the second part of the verse. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. Hosea chapter four, verse six. How do you, how do, how do you, ha why are you preaching messages about summer playlists? Why are you preaching messages off of the Ark Sermon Central website? Instead, of, why are you not looking at what is going on, COVID caving pastor? And if you know, and you're like, you know what? Well, you know, we, we realized and, and we've reopened. But did you have you ever come out and said you were wrong for closing to begin with? Because if you haven't, you are not doing things Jesus style. Because Jesus began to preach and to say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand in Matthew chapter 4, verse 17. Not just pretend it never happened. You got to confess. You need to go to God and say, I'm tired. I, I'm, I'm sorry that I turned my back on your word. And then you need to, if you're a pastor, you're a Christian leader, you need to get out right now and make a, some sort of social media post to the world live saying, you know what? I never should have closed. I never should have mandated masks. I never should have social distance. I never should have made my church sit in COVID clumps. I never should have done uh, drive-in services. None of those things. Not just we simply open up and pretend you never did anything wrong. You did. And you know you did. Look at what's happening now with vaccine passports. They're making the military vax. NYC, uh, all NYC workers having to vax. Veteran affairs uh, workers now having to vax. Vaccine passports in the entire European Union, in the entire country of Israel, in the entire city of New York called Excelsior Passes. And you're going to sit there and just say, you know what, I'm gonna, I reopened. Look at, look at me, love. You're a coward. You're a capitulating, acquiescing, little, ankle-grabbing coward. That's what you are. And just accept it. I've been a capitulating, ankle-grabbing coward in my life, and I've had to confess it. Why won't you? Because pride goes before destruction. There's too much. The truth, the truth holds too much to bear for you to accept it. It's a shame. All right, Roman Baber tweet, Ontario. CMOH, I don't know what that stands for, some sort of health outfit. Dr. Moore, of course, joyfully telling parents that, they, that vaccinated children and unvaccinated children will be subjected to two different sets of rules in school. We must not permit at Ford Nation to create two classes of Ontario children. Play the video for me. Will there be a separate set of rules for vaccinated students versus unvaccinated students in the school system? Yeah, very good question. So we're working on the outbreak management for um, uh, school settings in particular, and there will be a different uh, uh, approach to those that are vaccinated. Um, if you if you are two dose vaccinated plus 14 days, we'll offer you a test if you've been a contact of a high risk person. So someone that's had ongoing fever and cough or increasing shortness of breath. If you test negative, you can go right back to school. You can go right back to work. So terrific advantage uh, of, of being two dose immunized by being able to stay in school and attend sports uh, and uh, participate fully in all the social activities of the school setting. If you are not immunized, uh, and you've been in uh, contact with a high-risk contact, you'll be off uh, for a minimum of 10 days. You'll have to get two tests, one initially and then another around day seven. Uh, if that test at day seven is positive, you're off for another 10 days. Uh, and you can, you can see that um, uh, that is a potential for up to 20 days from school um, directly because you weren't immunized and because you were infectious to others and putting others at risk. So there is an advantage just alone, not uh, uh, to being present in school 
full participation in all sports and activities by being immunized. And I hope parents and students see that advantage. I mean, how many more beta males can we have in power positions in the world? I mean, uh, who is this guy? I mean, this guy is, I mean, I guarantee you that he is absolutely whipped. I mean, how, how many, you know, he's one of those guys that he's on the phone. Yes, dear. All right. Yes, dear. I'll do whatever you want. He's scared to death of his wife. And he's the one that is, institutes all sorts of, of, of responses to viruses. This guy, I mean, look at that guy, just the quintessential beta male. And that's who's in charge of the response to the coronavirus in schools in Canada or in that part in Ontario. What did he say there? He talks about vaccinating kids, right? Kids who have a 0% chance, they, they always say, let's follow the science. So let's go with the science. And I'll even stipulate to their own science. Ready? Here it is. These are all the studies. Do kids catch COVID? Do kids die of COVID? Do kids spread COVID? Kids are not significant vectors of COVID. They do not spread it. They rarely catch it, and when they do, they are most of the time asymptomatic. Therefore, and there is no such thing as asymptomatic spread, except if you've gotten the virus. And then he says that, you know what? If you, if you aren't vaccinated, you're more apt to spread the virus as a child. That makes no sense. Now the, now the science is saying, the science is saying that those with the vaccine carry a higher viral load than those without the vaccine. He is a lying sack of crap, beta male. That's who he is. And by the way, so's Joe Biden. And by the way, so's Adam Schiff and Andrew Cuomo and Gavin Newsom and Tom Wolf, Phil Murphy, anybody else you want to name. This is my favorite thing to do. I hope that you will bear with me on this because I've done this at least twice before. Go to the next slide for me. I want to show you something. Now that guy, that beta male, Dr. Moore is his name. I can't believe that this, uh, uh, that floors me. That a doctor knows, he absolutely knows that kids are not significant vectors of COVID. They have a 0% chance of dying of it. So why, if they're not going to pass it on to anybody, just using their science, if they're not going to pass it on to anybody, and they're not going to die of it, and rarely ever get sick of it, then why are you vaccinating them? Show me the science. Just like show me the science on your mask wearing. Show me the definitive study that says a mask strains out a virus. Show it to me, baby. There isn't any, none, but yet everybody, all the people, all the Fauci's of the world, look at the science. What science? Where's the study? You see, they spout the opposite of the science in the name of science endlessly. All right, here we go. In Ontario, none of the field hospitals, just look at the date up there. This is July 6th. None of the field hospitals were used. They built all these field hospitals, just like we did. Except for photo opportunities. So the sky is falling. Everybody's going to die. Help us. Oh my gosh, help us. We're overrun. We're overrun. I was talking to a relative of mine this week. And she was talking about another relative of mine who wasn't going to be able to work because where she was at was closed down for COVID in Florida. Closed down for COVID. The place was, it was a hospital. The place is overrun with COVID. Like, Did you call the hospital? I didn't say this because it just would start a fight. We've already fought. We all know where we're at already. 
Have you called the hospital and see if they're really overrun with COVID? Because that certainly isn't. So here in Canada, they built all these field hospitals. There's a picture of one of them because they were going to be overrun with COVID, overrun with the Delta variant, overrun with the Lambda variant. Oh, we're overrun, right? Well, here's the thing. In Ontario, none of the field hospitals were used. Zero. So you know what I did was I went back into the Tom Lipley illustrious archives which is giant stacks of paper in my office. And here's, here's, here's our, we, when, we, when COVID hit back in uh, basically March of 2020, we responded by, by building 660 million, everybody get that now, $660 million worth of Army Corps of Engineer field hospitals. And that doesn't even include the two ships that was the Mercy and the Comfort. That doesn't even include them, which the Mercy saw zero patients and the, and the Comfort saw 127. Remember, we're going to be overrunning New York, so they retrofit in a giant cruiser out of the Navy to be a giant field hospital, and it sees 127 people brought, brought into New York Harbor, right? Remember that? Not a, basically didn't see a soul in comparison to what it could have seen. So I, I have this list, and those of you who watch the podcast have seen me do this more, but I want to just read this to you because here's the hospitals that we built. Basically, between March of 2020 and the summer of 2020, and these are all the hospitals, because we're being overrun. We're going to oh, overrun. The hospitals are full. The ICUs are full, right? Well, let's look. So here's, where the, here's, where, here's the hospitals that were built. This is in Stony Brook, New York, at the, Stone, at the Sunny Stony Brook uh, facility. It's called Sunny Stony Brook. It was built for, this Army Corps of Engineer Hospital was built for, uh, $155 million, and it saw zero patients. Let's go on. In sunny old Westbury in, Westbury in Westbury, New York, this Army Corps of Engineer Hospital was built for $118 million, and it saw zero patients. So let's move on. In Chicago, at the McCormick Place, another field hospital was built for $65 million, and it saw 37 patients. The sky is falling. We're being overrun. You believe it every time they tell you? Because they're saying it again now, right? You believe it? No. It's just like that young man in what I call the pregame where I'm showing all the videos before. He was actually standing up to the, the city commission in San Diego where they have 3.3 million people and 50 people died of COVID and they've locked down the city again. Because we're being overrun. Overrun now. How can you be overrun with a 3.3 million uh, person population with 50 people dying? And it's people dying with COVID, not of COVID. All right, Westchester County Center in White Plains, New York, an institution built a Army Corps of Engineer Hospital for 46, almost $47 million, and it saw zero patients. Another one built at Colorado Convention Center for uh, $35 million, it saw zero patients. At the Walter Washington Convention Center in Washington, D.C., they spent $32 million on it and never completed it. You know how many patients it saw? Zero. Commercial Appeal Building in Memphis, Tennessee, built for $26 million. It was never completed and saw zero patients. 
Uh, Miami Beach Convention Center, Miami Beach, Florida, another Army Corps of Engineer hospital built for $26 million, saw zero patients. Another one in Elgin, Illinois, at the Sherman Hospital for $18 million, zero patients. Westlake Hospital in Melrose Park, Illinois, built for $17 million, saw zero patients. Metro uh, South Medical Center in Blue Island, Illinois, Clark Construction Group, built one for $15 million, saw zero patients. Wisconsin State Fair Expo Center in West Alias, Wisconsin for $15 million saw zero patients. The Ranch Events uh, Complex in Loveland, Colorado built one for $13 million, was never completed and saw zero patients. Here's one that's, hey, here's one that saw patients, ready? Suburban Collection Showplace in Navi, Michigan was built for $12 million and they saw six patients. Overrun! We're being overrun! You believe it every time they tell you? Don't believe a word of it because it's not true. All right, Raheem Kassam tweet. At this point, we have to consider whether Fauci is actually a disinformation agent on behalf of the Chinese Communist Party. Absolutely true. He's been sending millions of dollars over. What, what Fauci either doesn't get or he does get, so he's either ignorant or stupid. That's the only choices that you have. That's your AB. There is no C, except for maybe all of the above. So he's either ignorant or stupid because he's like, I trust the scientists in China, but I don't trust the CCP. Oh, really? There is no such thing as a scientist that's not a member of the CCP. I mean, it's, it's so stupid. It's, it, 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 he's not stupid. I mean, he is stupid. He's not ignorant. At this point, we have to consider whether Fauci is actually a disinformation agent on behalf of the Chinese Communist Party. Sure seems to, sure seems to like spreading nonsense that hurts Americans. Play it for me. People should not be walking around with masks. Let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. And masks are protective. And we but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. Mark, there has not been any indication that putting a mask on and wearing a mask for a considerable period of time has any deleterious effects. There are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course. You do not need to wear a mask indoors if, in fact, you've been vaccinated. Good that you're vaccinated, but in a situation where you have people indoors, particularly crowded, you should wear a mask. So even if you are vaccinated, you should wear a mask. If, in fact, you are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, you are protected, and you do not need to wear a mask outdoors or indoors. When the children go out into the community, you want them to continue to wear masks. You know, if you look at, at, at children outside, particularly when they're with the family, uh, you know, walking down the street, playing a game or what have you, don't have to wear a mask. The, 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 the pediatric, the Academy of Pediatric actually makes that recommendation that children should be wearing masks uh, from two years old onward. And you're asking now if your child is a member of your household, can you walk outdoors with your child without a mask? According to that chart, the answer is yes. But the child can't, not to beat it, yeah. beat it to death. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because now the CDC says, I mean, I think I've got this right. One mask is better than zero masks. Two masks is better than one mask. But you don't have to have double masks. Is, is that right? I mean, you know, it became clear that cloth coverings that you didn't have to buy in a store that you could make yourself were adequate. And then you want it to fit better. So one of the ways you could do it, if you would like to, is put a cloth mask over, which actually here 
And here, and here, where you could get leakage in is much better contained. Are you a double masker, Dr. Fauci? <laughs> Look like you are. So explain to me again. He's here. He has the alleged leading epidemiologist here in America, right? Tony Fauci has never ever solved one disease in his life, never cured one disease in his life. But anyway, after fifty years in his current position, anyway, I digress. So explain to me the science. Show me the definitive study that shows that any mask on planet Earth outside of a biohazardous suit, including an N95, show me where they can strain out a virus because they cannot. But yet you see him say, don't wear them, wear one, double mask. You don't have to wear them in this situation. Then takes it back and says, you do have to wear it in this situation because it has nothing to do with science. But yet all the Christians in America strap masks on and close their churches. And I know I'm preaching to the choir right now for a lot of people who never bent their knee to this garbage, but maybe you did. And why would you do it? Why would you take a vaccine when you have no idea what you're putting in your body that is not FDA approved? Why would you put a mask on when there's no study whatsoever that says that, a, that a, any mask on planet Earth can strain out a virus? Why would you simply put it on and be a compliant little ankle grabber? Why? Why? To go along, to get along? You think that's Christ-like? What if Jesus did that? Well, you know, I don't want to offend the Pharisees. Well, we'd have no forgiveness of sin then, you clown. What are you doing? Amazing. All right, Peter Navarro tweet. The Fauci racket, create pandemic, jam vaccine down kids' throats, profits for big, uh, big pharma, rye, rinse, and repeat. Now, I'll read this article to you. This is from Gina Colada. She says this, in one sense, the world got lucky with the new coronavirus. By sheer chance, scientists just happened to have spent years, just by chance. This is not, this is not a conservative writing this. But listen to, what, listen, listen to the delusion involved here. Listen to it. In one sense, the world got lucky. <laughs> she believes it's lucky with the new coronavirus. By sheer chance, by sheer chance, we know event 201 in October of 2019. Yeah, sheer chance. Scientists just happen to have spent years studying coronaviruses. And why coronaviruses? Developed because they're easy to inject with spike proteins and make them virulent to human beings. Developing exactly the tools needed to make COVID vaccines as soon as the virus's genetic sequence was published. But what will happen if the next pandemic comes from a virus that causes Lhasa fever or from the Sudan strain of Ebola or from, uh, uh, Nepa, or from the Nepa virus, Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, is promoting, she's in favor of this, is promoting an ambitious and expensive plan to prepare. Remember what the headline was from Peter Navarro, who was one of Trump's cabinet members, Fauci racket. Create pandemic, jam vaccines down kids' throats. So, Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of, of, of Institute of Allergies and Infectious Diseases, is promoting an ambitious and expensive plan to prepare for such nightmare scenarios. It would cost a few billion dollars a year to take a few billion dollars a year take. Five years for the first crop of results and engage a huge cadre of scientists, Anthony Fauci said. The idea is to make prototype vaccines to protect against viruses from about 20 families that might spark a new pandemic using research tools that prove successful for COVID-19 researchers. Successful? This has been successful? 
would, inco- would uncover the molecular structure of each virus, learn where antibodies must strike it, and how to prod the body into making exactly those antibodies. There's his plan. His plan is to make an entire family of viruses using billions of dollars of which he himself and all of his friends, like Billy Gates, like Zuckerberg, and everybody else gets wealthy off of. That's the plan. From day one, and you put their mask on, and you're a conservative, and you see this plan, and you take their vaccine? Amazing. I see it. You know, I, I agree. You have people on Capitol Hill. Rand Paul not being one of them. You have people on Capitol seeing Fauci saying, we know Fauci's lying under oath. We know that it was gain-of-function research. We know that it was probably released by the PLA on purpose. We know that. We don't know it. We're just saying probably. That's where we're standing. We hate that they're making us or they're attempting to make us mask our kids and vaccinate our kids. And we hate vaccine passports. But then the conservative, that same conservative that hates all of that, goes and takes the Fauci, Fauci vaccine. Explain to me how that makes sense, Ted Cruz, Sarah Huckabee, Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, if he took it. Explain to me how that makes sense to you. You hate all that they do, and then you take their vaccine? How does that make sense to you? All right, Phil Kirpin tweet. COVID and all case deaths by, this is a great article, great article by Phil Kirpin. COVID and all case deaths by single year of age. So every under one-year-old that died, every one-year-old, every 34-year-old, every 35-year-old, I have the stats for you. I have all the stats. Where, where, did these, where did this run from? It ran from January of 2020 to July 10th of this year. What is today? Like the 29th? So 19 days ago, this ran from for the entire all of 2020, all the way here. Here's all the deaths from COVID. I'm not going to read them all to you. I summarized it for you. Put up, put up the screen just so they can see. That's what I'm reading off of. Way too small for you to see. So that's what I'm reading off of. This is absolute. This is not what. Where did this data come from? Oh, the ultra reliable CDC. And I'll summarize the data for you. Are you ready? From zero to sixty, zero to sixty years of age, all Americans, zero to sixty. 182,000 people died of COVID. That's what they say, right? Zero to 60. 70, 70s and 80s, 499,257. And you try to inject children? How many? Uh, zero to 10 year olds. How many? Zero to 10 year olds died in America of COVID? 175. 11 to 19 year olds, 317. And you want to inject kids? How many 20s, how many people in their 20s died of COVID-19 out of 350 million people live in the United States? 2,000. Whoops. They say, right? They say 700, six to 700,000 people have died of COVID. That's what they say, right? I don't buy any of that garbage. But of that, those in their 70s or 80s make up 499,000 of it. How many, and let me make this clear to you because not that many people, people in their 60s that died of COVID was 104,000. So, People in their 80s, 80 or above, out of that number, was three, uh, of, of the total COVID deaths in America, people 80 or above makes up, if we have 600, let's just make it easy. Say we had 680,000 people have died of COVID. How many people were 80 and above? 344,000. 85 or above, 177,000. And you're trying to vaccinate young people? Why? Why, why would that be? There has to be an ulterior motive. What could it be? It's control is what it is. Understand that. All right, go to the next slide for me. Phil Kirpin continued on in this, on this thread. 
Note, this is per the CDC. Now read, read the tweet. Per the CDC, 2.5% of all death certificates in the COVID count have a cause of death. 2.5% have a cause of death that cannot plausibly be connected to COVID. 2.5%. Now that's for all ages, right? But look at the next line. But that figure is much higher for younger groups. Why would that be? Because they're trying to propagate, gaslight, lie, bold-faced lie. Look at the line. But that figure is much higher for younger age, age groups, 35.2% under age 18 and 10.2% 18 to 29, where the cause of death cannot plausibly be connected to COVID. 35%. 35% of the death certificates that say that an 18-year-old died of COVID cannot plot to COVID. That's in the CDC's own records. Do you read that? This figure is much higher for younger kids, younger age group, 35.2% under 18. For everybody from zero to 18, their death certificates, the death stats are off by 35.2%. What that means is there's 35% less deaths from COVID than what they're reporting. And they admit it on their own website. And then you take their vaccine. You put their mask back on from these people propagating Democratic Party worm liars. I have members of my own family jamming their veins full of them. What are you doing? What's going through your mind as an evangelical believer? What's going through your mind that you'd sit there and listen to the liars? You ever read your Bible, John chapter 8, 44 and 45? The devil's a liar, the father of lies, native language is liar, and it lies and a murderer from the beginning, and then you jam your veins full of an mRNA vaccination that has not at all been validated, that has not been studied out, that is a basically two years old at most. The FDA, the FDA has not approved it. They've approved it for emergency use only. And what's your emergency? You're 48 years old and in good health and you take a vaccine and then you go and you line up your 12-year-old daughter to take it? I go to the next one, Prager you. Do any leftists care? You know the answer to that. Let's look at the stats here from the Daily Wire. Five times, five times more children died by suicide than died from COVID-19 in the UK. Five times more kids died of suicide. Oh, is there some plan at work? I seem to remember Billy Gates saying, Billy Gates saying, I want to lower the Earth's population using vaccines. Hey, it's working good. Hey, and by the way, all you loving Christians with your lockdowns, look what it did. Congratulations. Look at your love. Look at your love. 300 million people, mainly children, have died from the lockdown so far of starvation because the third world depends on a first world economy that you locked down through your love, COVID caving, pastor love. Remember who you are? Yeah, look at us be a community partner and a good neighbor. Look how loving we are. Your killers is what you are. You need to repent of what you've done. Here's the Gateway Pundit. Listen to this article. The CDC just released. Here it is, CDC again. Now listen to the numbers. In its Preventing Chronic Diseases Journal, a study with a large sample of COVID-19. Now listen, we're transitioning now. We're talking about COVID-19 hospitalizations 
only. Not COVID-19 cases, COVID-19 hospitalizations. Big difference, not COVID-19 deaths, COVID-19 hospitalizations. These are people who are sick enough from the virus to be hospitalized. A study with a large sample of COVID-19 hospitalizations, 4.9 million, 5 million, from March 2020 to March 2021. The study concluded that comorbidities, two or more diseases or medical conditions cause severe COVID-19 illness. Listen to the stats. Only 5.1. We're being overrun. Remember, every that's what you're hearing now from Joe Biden. The emergency rooms are being overrun with the Lambda variant. With the whatever variant, with whatever one they have now. Only 5.1, 5.1% of hospitalized COVID-19 patients were ICU admissions. 5%, 5% of hospitalized COVID-19 patients actually went to the ICU, but they're being overrun, right? Remember, what, what is... What, you know, we're being overrun with the Delta variant right now, right? Look at look at the look at the uh, dates here: March 2020 to March 2021. Five percent in that entire year of hospitalized COVID-19 patients. Only five percent went to the ICU, but they're always being overrun. If you listen to Joe Biden, right? The volume of the patients hospitalized with comorbidities, so people hospitalized that had to be hospitalized with COVID-19 that had comorbidities was. 82.4% with a death rate, even listen to this. Now they were hospitalized. They had comorbidities. So they're in the hospital with comorbidities. What's their death rate member in the hospital with comorbidities. What's their death rate? 1.9% vaccinate the world over this, over this. So if you are healthy, there is little risk of hospitalization or even death. The risk of death while hospitalized was extremely low. So of all hospitalized patients, how many died? 0.3%. That's not cases. There's about 138 million Americans have had COVID or exposed to it or would have a positive PCR test. And of course, we know where that's at. But if you were actually hospitalized, Oh, you're a dead man, right? No, your chance of survival was 99.7% after you were hospitalized. Not sick, hospitalized. The risk of death rises with each increment of conditions, stratifying mortality rates for comorbidities for those with two to five conditions. The rate was, so if you're hospitalized with two to five comorbidities, your death rate was 1.4% of this dreaded plague. Dreaded plague, right? You have two to five comorbidities and you're hospitalized and, you're, and your odds of survival are 98, 98.6%. And you have to burn down the world for this virus, right? Six to 10 comorbidities, your odds, you, your chance of dying was 2%. With 10 or more comorbidities, your odds of dying after hospitalized was 3%. Does anybody know this or do you just strap your masks on and take their mRNA vaccination? Do you actually look at it first? I did. The, the televised hospital discharge celebrations demonstrate many of the patients were morbidly obese. Boom. And that's what you did. And this is why you shut down 
a $4 trillion economy in the United States, why countless people are now unemployed and will never have their businesses back again. Oh, but you got to be virtuous for a whole year and a half of 18 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. You got to feel like a lifesaver. No, you look like a galactic idiot. Do you see the stats? Do you see the stats? These are hospitalized people and the worst case scenario of 10 or more comorbidities. Their, their survival rate hospitalized was 97%. All right, Larry Elder tweet. Ridiculous. Here they are. Let's follow the science. L.A. County eyeing guaranteed income pilot program for 150 years. Oh, it was all about a virus, right? It was all about your health? No, it was about instituting the new world order of Klaus Schwab. You'll own nothing and be happy. And now look at what they're talking about. A guaranteed monthly income brought to you by COVID-19. It's exactly the plan from day one. All right, go to the next one, guys. Yeah, go to that one. New statistics, Canada report provisional death counts with excess morbidity January 2020 to April of this year for Canadians less than 65 years old. How many died? 1,300. Whole, whole thing shut down. Look at, look at what it said. 1,300 deaths from COVID, but 5,500 excess deaths due to the lockdowns. Everybody get that stat? I mean, I hope everybody sees this. In Canada... You go from January 2020 to April of 2021, so basically uh, 16 months, and you had a total of people under the age of 65 who died of COVID, 1,300, but 5,500 died from the lockdowns. Yeah, that's the truth. That's where we're really at. That was the agenda from day one. All right, go to Sean Davis. Time again. Oh, man, we're late. All right, here we go. I just wanted to put this out there. You got Steve Deese or, oh, Steve Deese, you guys are right. Yep, you guys are right. Sweden has retro-registered a single COVID casualty on both July's. In other words, they went back, fixed their records, so they actually had one COVID casualty on the 16th, one on the 24th. It means one person died on the 16th, one person died on the 24th, which snaps its streak with no daily COVID deaths. Sweden still hasn't reached double, double figures in daily deaths for 42 days, despite the lowest mass compliance in the EU and only 39% fully vaccinated. So what should have happened from day one? Nothing. The people who are most vulnerable, the most vulnerable people should have isolated. The rest of us go through herd immunity. I pray binding and loosing so it never would have touched me. If you're a Christian, you have that right too. He's given you every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Ephesians chapter one, verse three, you can bind, you can loose. That's what I do. And I ain't gonna be touched by the thing. And I was never touched by COVID. That's what should have happened. We should have gone the Sweden route. And what do they have right now? They've had two COVID deaths in the month of July. Whoops. But instead, what do we do? Fill in people's veins. Fill in an mRNA vaccination that is now proving to be deadly. Absolutely deadly. Let me just read this last part. Go to Sean Davis. See, you look on the bottom. President Biden tells ABC that he is considering a mandate for all federal employees. He's already done it. Now, and, uh, and then he said, oh, I'm going to play the video for you. Uh, you know what? Play the video first, and I'm going to go back to the tweet. Play the video. Will you require all federal employees to get vaccinated? That's under consideration right now, but if you're not vaccinated, you're not nearly as smart as I thought you were. All right, back to me. So there's Biden's opinion. So who does he not think is very smart? Two-thirds of blacks and 60% of Hispanics in America have chosen to forgo the vaccine thus far. So how are you going to vote, black community? How are you going to vote, Hispanic community? You're Listen, white people who are being blamed for everything 
are far more compliant with the vaccine, which makes white people stupid. So the black community is obviously smarter than the white community. The Hispanic community is obviously smarter than the white community because most white people are getting vaxxed, around 50%. Two-thirds. So 66% of the Hispanic community is not getting vaxxed. And I believe it's somewhere around that same number with the, with the black and Hispanic community. All right, go to the next one for me. Steve Deese again. There you go. I want to throw these stats to you. I just can't leave without getting I know I'm going long, but I just want you to see these stats. Now you know why Israel wants to stop posting this kind of data between vaccinated and unvaccinated. According to this, 81%. Remember, Anthony Fauci just said that the vaccine is a dead end for the virus. According to this, 81% of all deaths, 60 or older, were fully vaccinated in the nation of Israel. 81% of people dying of COVID are fully vaccinated. Could it be that the vaccination has given them such a high viral load that that's killing them? Well, according to the developer of the mRNA vaccine, the person who invented it, thats he didn't say it killed them, but he says it increases their viral load. Although overall death number is obviously low, but this is not the picture Fauci and the CDC are attempting to paint. Look at, yeah, put it on the big screen, Aaron, so I can read that bottom part. There you go. Ran Israel, new update from Israel. The number of deaths in July, age 60 plus, 25. Look at the numbers. You know what this is called? Facts. The number of deaths in July, age 60 plus, 25 deaths. So we have 31 total, 25 deaths, fully vaxxed, six deaths, not fully vaxxed. The number of initially reported severe critical patients, age 60 plus, critical patients, 100, 182 fully vaxxed, 46 not fully vaxxed. Whoops. And they're telling you to vaccinate in America and Americans are doing it. And led by evangelicals, Ryan Westbury. Here we go. Oh, Israel, put it on the big screen for me, would you? I want everybody to make sure they can see these numbers. I want them to see them. For, there you go. Israel, 7,700 new cases of COVID. Of those, 72, 72, 1% in people known to have had COVID before. With natural immunity, only 1%. But more than 3,000, 40% were, were, were people who were fully vaccinated, who have been vaccinated. So back to me. So let's look at that. So of the new cases, 7,700 7, in Israel. And why do we use Israel as an example? Because basically everybody in Israel has complied. It's up to 80% of vaccine and mask and everything else compliance. So of the 7,700 new cases of COVID. So if anything was going to succeed, if masks were going to succeed or vaccinations were going to succeed, it would be in Israel. But of their 7,700 new cases of COVID, of those 72, 1% were people who, who have had COVID before, who have natural immunity. But 40%, 3,000 of those cases were people who were vaccinated. All oh, those vaccinations are sure are great, aren't they? Sure are great. They're working fantastic. Go to Daniel Horowitz. Antibody-dependent disease enhancement, which is what doomed the dengue fever vaccine. Read the bottom. Here it is. Vaccinated individuals could have, from, from the bastion of conservatism, NBC News, citing un unnamed officials aware of the decision, reported it comes after new data suggests vaccinated individuals could have higher levels of virus and infect others amid the surge of cases driven by the Delta variant of the coronavirus. So the vaccinated vaccinations actually make people more virulent. 
<laughs> Congratulations, everybody. Congratulations for being such a hero. All right, go to Benny. Here's the video. You got to see this. This is Geraldo. Play it for me. The mandatory vaccine is Jeff, uh, Greg, Jeff. I don't know any Jeffs. <laughs> Greg, to, to say that uh, the demonization of the unvaccinated, uh, it, it, it's not appropriate. You have to understand that if you're unvaccinated, then you should at least get tested every week on your own or be understand why you are banned from the VA, why you are banned from restaurants, why you are banned from other businesses and colleges increasingly, and they should be, because it's selfish. If you're unvaccinated and you're going around without being tested, you are an arrogant, selfish SOB. You have proof of that? Do you have proof? You were asking for proof from uh, Jesse. What's your proof what? that people are wandering around willy-nilly spreading the disease? You sound like you don't have any evidence. No evidence that unvaccinated people. I have it here. You, you want evidence? 99% of the people sick in the hospitals in Los Angeles County of COVID were unvaccinated. How's that for proof? No, you know right, what else? Me. So he had, he had Geraldo said 99% of the people sick of COVID, sick with COVID, in Los Angeles hospitals were unvaccinated. Go to the next thing, Bill Mulligan. Is that true? Well, let's look. New over 25% of new COVID-19 cases in Los Angeles County between July 1 and 16 were amongst fully vaccinated. <laughs> so he's wrong. Totally wrong. At best, he was 25% wrong. And I'm telling you that that number is even wrong. I'm telling you right now, it's Israeli level. UK numbers were 60% of the cases are fully vaccinated people. It's being manipulated. The numbers are being manipulated. How is this happening? Some of you saw the article already. The numbers are being manipulated because what happens is people come in for all different reasons into the hospital. If you say that you are vaxxed, they're not testing you. And see, what they do is it's all manipulations of numbers. You have to know this. What they do is everybody comes in. They come in for... Uh, you know, appendicitis, they, they come in for a broken arm, everything, all things. So let's just use numbers like this. 100 people come into the hospital, right? And they, they, te they test everybody except the ones that claim to be vaccinated. So if your only sample is the vaccinated, if your sample is, is, is if your only sample is the unvaccinated, I apologize, then of course, 100% of the people going into a hospital will be unvaccinated. That's the numbers Gerardo's pulling from. When it becomes more real, when they're actually testing both, it will slip into the UK and the Israeli numbers, which are showing most cases and most, and most virulent cases, most hospitalized cases, and most deaths are coming from the vaccinated facts. That's the truth. Love you all. God bless you. Back here Saturday night, 1030. Have a great weekend.